I thought if I gave it to you the raw, you wouldn't be able to handle it. And you might not be able to, but I understand every time I give it to you the soft, I'm not preparing you. And if I get in trouble with the creator, it will no longer be because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. It's gonna be because I did what I was supposed to do and you refuse to do what you're supposed to do. I'm not getting in trouble for you no more. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step -step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change every week. Sign up today. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and use the promo code success80 and that's success and the number 8080. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the semi-Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do, y'all? What it do? And Dr. Douglas Thomas, We this is a rolling start. We're not sure if he's in his hotel room, if he's out of <laughs> his hotel room. What in the world is going on over there? I told Carl just hit record so we could listen in. Oh man! <laughs> oh yeah, y'all should have man. Y'all should have told me to hit record. Doggone, I wasn't thinking. So I, you know, so man. First of all, a uh, shout out, man, to all the individuals in the world that ever watched the video, that ever watched it and sent it to somebody. You know, man, thank y'all so much, man. I'm, I'm just, for real, y'all, I cannot go anywhere. I can't go nowhere without people recognizing me. It was so funny. I was getting on. Uh, I had to split up for my wife. She was like, I'm through. I tap out. I'm going home. <laughs> so she went home with Jada after we left Philly. Diddy like, I'm through. I tap out. Like, I got MS. I'm using my MS card. So um, <laughs> I get on the plane by myself, and the young lady in Philly was like, yo, what are you doing? She didn't even say hi. You know what I'm saying? She didn't say, hi, how you doing? She said, what are you doing flying commercial? I was mm. like, what? She's like, what are you doing flying commercial? I thought you I would- I ask um... myself that uh, question every time I get on the flight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She said, I thought you'd be flying private. Mm. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, I'm just going to be real with you. Like, a couple of people that I look up to and, you know, admire, they did too, and it didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'd rather get on a, well, two, a plane with 200 Spear. people. It's less I'd rather like, get on Spear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's less, you know what I'm saying? Just in my mind, y'all, it's less likely. Spirit be like, fam, oh, you got a jacket? Now, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, though, I just feel like I'm, I'm more likely 
not to take a dive with a plane with 300 people on it. Like, I, that could just be my theory. Maybe it ain't right. I just feel like, you know, some of the people that I, well, you know, I think like, statistically oh, so. speaking, you probably are correct that more small planes have mm-hmm. issues than larger planes. But let me tell you something. That's just a risk I'm willing to take. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I've been Carl. I've been stunned, Carl, ever since Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? Ever since Aaliyah, I've been like, I don't know. I don't know. Aaliyah was stupid famous. Your boy, uh, Miles Monroe. Yeah, Miles Monroe. Yeah, Yeah. Ron Brown. I'm just like, I'm good. What a way to go out, though. You know what I'm saying? You on private. private. If I go out, I'd rather be with my people on the small joint than on the big joint with uh. You know what I'm saying? Fred. You know what I mean? Yeah. He don't even know my baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, well, uh, what, what, were you saying that to say something or were you just saying in general, just shout out to the people? I'm or just saying shout out. I, no, no. I'm just saying shout out, you know, her. I get off the plane. I'm walking through. You know, I mean, I get right off to go straight. And, you know, Dallas is not where you go to like a main um, what do you call it, baggage claim. Like they don't have it where like everybody kind of funnels through the exact same one. They kind of go in a circle and you come out like right there. So I mean, I get off, go right there. And as I'm walking, dude from Fridays, uh, you know, white gentleman, I, he might've worked there probably in his um, 40s, you know, might be 40 years old, was like E.T. And everybody looking like, who's E.T.? <laughs> and so I'm trying to be on the down low. Like I'm trying to get in, get out. We had a two-day conference. He takes it. So, of course, other people start seeing him. I thought they were just faking it because he was doing it. Like, let me see if it was my man. You know what I'm saying? Let me pretend like I know him. And, it was um, like uh, coming to America when I was at the basketball game and seeing Prince Akeem. <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> day of my life. My life. My life. <laughs> yeah, they ain't know who my man was. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I, you know, I do all that, get out, and I'm sitting there waiting for Jalen to come. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm sitting just chilling chill outside. See, see her this one. Some young lady, I mean, oh, she must know bruh. I'm a 99 flamingo, bruh. 99. See, go on, you tell it. I, Cause I'm not, I want to know bruh, what I you don't know heard, what's going see? on. I just hear somebody <laughs> randomly walk up to E and all I hear is like 10 F bombs in a row. Oh wow. And I'm like, yo, what's up? You all right? Like somebody run up on you. It's like a lady's voice. Bruh, she tells the most horrific five-minute story. My kids got kidnapped. I'm not exaggerating at all. My kids got kidnapped, then I ran over there, and he punched her in the face, and then I got my kids, and I got them, and then they got re-kidnapped. Bro, this is going on for like five minutes. I'm not lying. I'm like, E, walk away. And at the end of it, she was like, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is, you got $6 I can borrow? I was like, oh, you know? bro. I said, I'm talking e, about she bro. Took, and then E, he going to listen to all of that and be like, shoot, all I got is my debit card. <laughs> I'm like, E, <laughs> you got to give her something. <laughs> For that, bruh, that was a magnificent I, bruh, story. I don't carry wow. cash. I'm like, I don't care cash, bro. It was the weirdest thing I saw. And then my man next to me was like, yo, bro, you was on the phone. She looked at me and then came straight to you. I was like, bro, it's the Flamingo Magnet, bro. I was like, trust mm. me when I tell you, it's the Flamingo Magnet, bro. bro like, I never heard she, such a story. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, oh, I have a never tall, heard. Tall tale. It, I'm talking about a tall, tall tail, bruh. And so there was a um, a security person, I thought, that had my back. It was a young lady sitting there, you know, she came and saw me real quick and then went, sat down and watched her the whole time. And then I saw the police come. I'm like, bet. They didn't call the police. Bet. Police come right next to us, look at me. I raised my hand in distress like a little quick boy, like, help. 
You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't be yeah, on obvious because she was standing here. Yeah. Uh. You know what I'm saying? I was like, boom, bro, I need help. I got my hand up and my man stared at me, looked at me like, look, everything look like it's all right and pulled the blank off. I'm like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. So then she went for another five to 10 minutes about how her kids was adopted, but they wasn't adopted. They was taken and she found what oh, she no, tried she to find story, and can't bro. find I'm about, And I'm yeah, like, he's sitting there letting her say the whole <laughs> thing. I'm talking about the whole thing. I'm on the phone. He, he keep checking back with me like, you still listening? You still listening? I'm like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, this is entertaining. We need to get the script. You know what I'm saying? All right. Hollywood couldn't write this. So, hey, I, you, you know what? Normally, you know, it, when you're rolling with the hip hop preacher, it's got is it's a gift and a curse. I'm not gonna lie. So normally, like you know me, I'm not as flamingo. Like I try, but I'm like, bro, we got something to do. I'm like, <laughs> right, it, right. You know, it just get right. taxing because it's really? like every five steps, right? So, uh -huh. but the upside of that is the other day where we went to the uh, what was it, the Eagles and the Titans preseason game. And so, of course, we trying to get there, trying to get there. Everybody stopping pictures. We like, yo, just walk and take the picture. Of course, we eat a lot of fans and the supporters and family and just taking every picture, which is cool. No issue, but it's delaying us where we trying to go. And we trying to go down, we got to get down on the field. So that was the bad side is we had to stop every five seconds. But then on the good side, we got up there and the security was working. And they saw E and my man was like, oh, E.T., yeah, yeah, what's up, man? He's like... Go straight to the front of the line. It was a long line, probably like a 20-something minute wait, maybe. And dude was like, yeah, just go on up to the front of the line. And I was looking at my man like, yo, walk us up there so when yeah, we you know get up saying? there at the front <laughs> of the line, they not you tripping. Me? So my right. man like got distracted or something, but then the dude who was at the front of the line turned and saw E and was like, E.T. I said, oh, yeah. we home free. We cut the whole line. And got up in so, that so, drink, got on the field with like five minutes to spare. So. I'm talking about five, ten minutes left. So why did yeah. I think it's the security girl listening to me? She about to say that my life, when her own girl finished, I won't go through all my bags, all of them, find a dollar. I'm embarrassed at this point. I just like, look, all I got is a dollar. I would give you the other five, but I don't have it. I was also grateful that she had a real number in her head. For oh, all no you doubt. listening, she was very mm, specific. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she had a very uh, realistic goal. Yeah, she yeah. had, uh, after all of that. Piece. Yeah, she talked for 15 minutes. She charged $6 every 15 minutes. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not expensive. That's $24 an hour. She good. Yeah, that's it, bro. I mean, that's good. So so she finishes. I'm like, bet. Jalen pulls up. He like, see Jay come. I'm like, bet. She finishes. The security person come up to me. I'm thinking, like, why you ain't say nothing? Do nothing. She's like, oh, I ain't security. Uh, I work here, but I ain't security. Can I get hmm. a pick? I'm like, oh Lord. I'm like, yes, you can get a pick. I'm like, I said, you sat through that now, whole story to get a pick. At the airport, if you pull up and leave your car for two seconds, security right. about ready right. SWAT team on you. I'm yeah. talking about you know what I'm SWAT team. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, in distress. That's how I'm I can't doing. get nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm doing. Oh, then they heard. Okay, because okay, sorry guys, you know, listeners. So what they were talking about specifically was, I get my key, room one one five one 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 five. Come up, open the door. It looked like somebody just had like a teenage party. I mean, hmm. stuff everywhere. Sheets hmm. off the bed, pillows on the uh, ground, cups. Hmm. Somebody had like their 16th birthday party right in the doggone room. And uh, I'm sitting in the room like, yo, this can't be real. So I called my man and he like, okay, what you want to do? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I want to do? He's like, you want to <laughs> trying to keep you it stay or you here? Think we should swallow <laughs> right? That's what he said. Okay, all right. So, um, okay, we'll get off of all of this. But here, I got a pet peeve. 
And I know it's probably me because I know I'm starting to realize now, you know, sometimes like I just be in my head, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking they should be in their head. So anyway, I walk in. Why does every attendant at a hotel, when you walk in, you walk up to the front counter with your luggage, why do they ask you, what, how can I help you? I'm like, <laughs> I want to check in the hotel, bro. What do you think I'm trying to do here? You should you know have asked like, for $6. And it, I don't even know if it's how can I help you. I don't even know if that's what he asked me. It's kind of, there's something different. Like they be why asking me like, here? why are you here? <laughs> it's come like that. What it's business like do that. you have? Right. You feel me? And I just Peasants. be sitting there like, what do you think? Why, why am I rolling in a hotel with suitcases? It's like, I would just think it's like Mr. Thomas or whoever you are, Hey, glad you're here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to check you in. My man, like, what kind of business do you have here? I'm like, yo, bro, this is... And it's not just him. It's not just the Western. It just seems like it's universal. Feeling like Jackie Robinson. Bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's crazy. Right? Feeling hey, like do Jackie. me a favor. E, I need a favor, though. I need you, E, to sit down, E, and write all these travel stories out. You out here trying to sell motivation, bro. Bump the motivation. Uh, these travel stories uh, right. is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you right, bro. Jackie oh, Robinson like that, and motivation. You, you, I like that, Carl. E, cross like so y'all can walk. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do me a favor. Somebody who's listening to all episodes and you don't mind listening oh, to the front of the rest of them. <laughs> Go back. Go back. No, your no, dad, see. Be see your no, dad. Pops, Pops definitely heard them all. Yeah. Uh, so it. whoever Pops you are, heard them all. Yeah. If you want to do that for me, text Carl, let him know. You'll go back over all of them and find the stories for me. And, and, and scribe the stories Yeah, we need for to do me. that and then yeah, put the yeah. best of ET travel stories. Well, I got oh, one. Hilarious. I got one for y'all. And uh, this, yo, I didn't even tell you. I really got two. Maybe I'll just tell one. No, I'll tell both of them. The other day, I was, did I tell you about the fight I had to break up in Detroit? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. Detroit. crazy. Crazy. I, I'll be what were you doing in Detroit? One, this ain't the one I wanted to tell. I wanted to tell the one from literally on my way to Philly the other day. Um, yeah, no. So I'm, so me and I got my whole squad with me. Me, Candace, Avery, and Trey, right? And we coming through security. Now, I heard like, it was like two dudes, middle-aged white dudes. I say probably um, 40s, mid-40s, maybe the late 40s. No, I'm not, not late 40s. They about, about E's age. You know what I'm saying? They look older than E, but it was about right. E's age. Right? Either way, one had a suit and tie on, one had like a casual polo, slacks, whatever. So I'm like behind them in the security line, and I hear them like having like a back and forth. But it kind of looked like they were together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they were, like, joking each other, if you will. Like, I, I saw them, and it was kind of aggressive, but it was like that swag, like, you with your boy, like, oh, shut up, you stupid. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, so I didn't even pay any attention. So then we went over, you know, Detroit got the two escalators going down as soon as you come through security, mm-hmm. right? Like, right mm-hmm. next to each other. So they were on the escalator to the left, and, like, they, I started hearing, like, some vulgar language, like, you know, shut the F up, and da-da-da-da-da. But it was still didn't, like, strike me as, like, anything was going down. It was like two dudes, like, I'm like, maybe they've been drinking and I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm like, yo, I got my kids here. Y'all dropping mad F-bombs. And then one dude kicks another dude, kicks the dude in the back. He was like riding down the escalator behind him, kicks him in the back. My man stumbles down a couple steps. Again, I don't know why, (laughs) but maybe it's because of who it was. I just wasn't thinking this was like no real beef. So then we get off the escalator and we start walking and dudes like, say another effing thing, I'll punch your throat. Like, dog, these dudes like 
I'm talking about like going at it, like in each other's face, fist clench, everything. And I was like, whoa. And I, I told Candace, like, keep walking with the kids. And I was like, you know what? Should I like try to intervene? Like, first of all, I'm pretty sure I would slap both of these dudes pretty easily, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it ever came down to it. But I was like, should I be a good citizen? And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I don't know what happened. But anyway, I just, so I was like, all right, Candace, you keep walking. I went up and got in between them. I was like, hey, fellas, 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 not worth it, not worth it. Like both of them like shaking. I'm talking about like trembling. And I'm like, yo, chill. So I finally told one dude like, yo, just go to your, you know, your, your corner. stop, whatever. Go to your walking. corner. <laughs> go to your so corner. Dude, so one you know he, the dude keeps walking. And I'm thinking like, okay, I did my civic duty. I'm good. It's done, yeah. My man sitting there, he, he walks away like 10 steps and just drops all this stuff and starts to knuckle up. Now dude trying to get past me. And I'm like, no, 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 chill, chill, chill. I'm like, yo, y'all got families. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing the whole thing. Long story short, I let him go, and these, these dudes, didn't either one of them really want to fight, apparently, but one dude just like followed the other dude to the gate, and then I got to the gate, and one, the guy, one guy was on my flight. So um, <laughs> not the one I had originally grabbed, the other dude, he came up. I, apparently, you know, my man, and I believe his version of the story, you know what I mean? Because he kind of looked like the dude who was like, yo, what's your problem? He was pissed. But apparently, when they were going through security, you know how people act in security lines sometimes? Like, chill. Everybody got to go somewhere. We get it. But he was like, yo, my man was like reaching into the machine and like pulling everybody else's stuff out and like slamming it down the line. You know what I mean? Trying to wait for his stuff to come out. But he like, he in a hurry. So he like throwing other people's stuff. And he's like, one lady stuff like purse or something like fell out on the ground. So the dude was like, yo, hey, buddy, chill. Like, what's your problem? Chill out. So my man finally got his stuff and walked by, and he said he shoulder-checked him on the way to the escalator. <laughs> like, yo, like, you know what I mean? And so the dude who got shoulder-checked, who I'm talking to, was the dude who kicked him down the stairs. So, I mean, the version of events, I don't know. It, anyway, it was crazy. So long story short, nothing happened. They didn't fight, but I did have to intervene. And you know what I'm saying? I felt like I did my civic duty. But anyway, fast forward. This is another travel story. I'm on the plane the other day, right? I get on the plane in Philly. Now, I'm in the very first row of the plane, all right? So, not you know, first class, right? But the worst first class seat you can have, and I don't want to- Is there such thing of that, Carl? The no, worst no, no, no. first not, class? I promise you, I'm not complaining. <laughs> but the first first class seat has got the wall right there. So you really better off sitting in comfort or something where you can stick your legs under the chair. For me, you know, I, there's no leg room. So at least I had the aisle, right? So I could stick my feet in the aisle when the flight attendant's not coming, whatever. So the guy, I, I sit down, the guy's like, hey, you know, would you mind if I had an aisle seat? And I said, well, you know, I'm, and my man wasn't even tall. I'm like, bro, I, you know, this is, if we were in the, you know, the second row, I might let you, but, you know, my leg's kind of long. I need to be able to stick them on the aisle. He was like, um, can I please have the aisle seat? And I was like, okay. And he wasn't like aggressive or nothing. He was just like, you know, uh, I said, why? What's up? He was like, well, and, uh, if I have to spring into action, I want to be ready to go. So I'm like, whoa, oh, what you wow. mean spring into action? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, he was like, I said, oh, are you an uh, air marshal? And he was like, no, but I am a black belt. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> I said, you know what? So in my head, I was about to be like, yo, I'm good. If something happened near me, I'll take care of this area right here. You hold down the window. <laughs> but I was like, something in my head was like, okay, this be the one time something jump off. 
And if my man is Van Damme, you know what I'm saying? I'll be looking <laughs> like a dummy. It. So I say, you know what, bro? Go on and change it up, right? So anybody who's listening to this show over the past couple of years knows we used to have a, a segment called The Lion and the Gazelle, or Gazelle, <laughs> right? A lion of the Week, Gazelle of the Week. This dude got both, right? So Lion of the Week, <laughs> because he like ready, right? So he tell I sit in the window, he says to me, he says, hey, you know, thank you for that. He says, it's really important that I watch every person who comes on the plane. I like to look straight into their eyes, then I look at their ankles. I said, their ankles? He said, yeah, because that's where they would be carrying a weapon. He said, I'm so tired of all this stuff happening on these planes. I'm just waiting for something to happen on one of my flights. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was like, whoa. He's like, I got, he started telling me about his training and disarming and disarming people with guns and knives and bros going in. So I'm like, oddly though, I am feeling a little safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, okay, this, you know, this can't be nothing but a positive. I wasn't thinking about that, but now that you got me a little nervous about it, cool, I'm glad you're here. So my man, sure enough, he looking at people in the eyes, watching ankles, looking at people in the eyes, watching ankles. I'm just watching him watching people, right? So all good, Lion of the Week, you willing to defend the honor of this flight from Atlanta to Philly. <laughs> okay, here's where the gazelle of the week comes in. My man slept the entire flight. <laughs> you feel me? was snoring. <laughs> Carl, my man was snoring. He did all his work up front. No. He did all his work no. up front, Carl. Uh, don't judge him. He did hey, all his work up front. He had a coming out his mouth. He didn't yeah, order he did a water, a drink. He didn't yeah. take a snack. My man slept. Hey, everybody's ankle was slim. He was good. Everybody's Bruh, I'm still like, was what if slim. somebody would have just brute force tried to take this joint over? <laughs> nope, I, was, not you know, I almost picked little man up and put him in next to the window. <laughs> I was so pissed, my legs were tight. I was hot. <laughs> hey, you know my man read their eyes. See, and he All looked of his at their work eyes. was done up front, bro. Right, he looked he at their eyes. And he man. knew, like, I don't see that yeah. in nobody's eyes and the ankles and head. Nobody, we good. nobody ankles or eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Dog, I was like, dog, this is it. a violation, uh, dog. How you gonna swear an oath to de to defend uh, the play? You know what I'm saying? And you knocked out. Hilarious. Wow. Yeah, well, uh, if you tuned in to hear motivation from Eric Thomas, that's not what this <laughs> podcast is about. All right? This is just three I know. dudes. We 20 minutes in, they pissed. Talking to a microphone. Um, hey, they pissed. Oh, no doubt. Mm. Oh, oh, no, no, y'all good. No, no, no. We lost, we lost all the hate mail last week. Remember, we lost all that last week. So oh, right yeah, now, yeah, all we yeah, got yeah. is true no, supporters But somebody right didn't we hear last week. We be talking to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this <laughs> may just be like something you bury in the backyard. Your kids pull it up like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We've been a little rough the last few weeks. So we figured, hey, let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's have a let's slow tone it down. Lighten it up. Yeah, lighten it up. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to everybody who came out to Philly. Uh, Verified yeah. Conference, man. That was a lot of fun, man. I had a oh, lot yeah. of fun at, at, in Philly. Yeah. A different uh, type of conference, right? We had, yeah. um, you know, myself, E, and Willie, of course, with the keynotes. Uh, but we had some fire information. Mm -hmm. I mean, fire come from yeah, uh, Q, from Toby, from Karen Civil. I didn't know what to expect from Karen. I never, you know, like, I knew she was a beast. And I was like, man, I hope she come in and drop nuggets. But she dropped some crazy nuggets. Then Nikki got on stage. Oh, man. And I don't know what got into Nikki, but she went crazy up there, uh -huh. man, giving crazy information on. So let me tell you something. 
you had everything you need to be able to take your social media to a whole nother level. Oh. And um, she was just up there and, and you, you, uh, it was like watching a master at work. And um, the conference was phenomenal. Two days, man. I love the energy of the people in Philly. It just felt like yeah. family. Like it wasn't even like we were like presenting to them. It was like a conversation for real, man. And um, the feedback I've been getting, man, and people just like, yo, this was life changing. I heard a bunch of stuff that really helped me uh, get to the next level. So I'm I'm super excited. And anytime we do a new conference or you know have a different feel, you know, we kind of got our role with one percent. We know what right. we're doing. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? The information is crazy. Uh, but with this one, it was kind of like, okay, this is the first one, you know? And so I always appreciate people who come out to the first one because, you know, basically you coming out on, uh, you know, our word. And so shout out oh, to no everybody question. who came out to Philly, showed love, uh, two-day event, just phenomenal, both days, just super rich. And, um, yeah, appreciate everybody, you know, who got a presented yeah, my shout man out words. Pat, man. Yeah, shout oh, out yeah, to Words, yeah. you know, for getting up. Yeah. And anybody else who presented on Mustafa. this? Mustafa. Yeah, Mustafa, yeah. yeah. Moose came yeah. out, killed it early on Sunday. Moose yeah. just getting crazy with the disc training. Um, yeah. he, he, he got a little squad with the disc that's like yeah. the dream team yeah. coming through. Uh, so shout out to assassins. Moose. And, um, yeah. yeah, man, no, it was a phenomenal event. So uh, any takeaways yeah, from Pat, you, man. brothers? Yeah, shout out to Pat, man, Patrick in um, Detroit. Just for everybody who's listening, uh, this young man, he's, you know, he's still in his twenties, but he, um, we, we, we met him. Uh, we met him as a um, ballet. I guess that's what it is, Carl. What yeah, you call him yeah. ballet. And you know, we built a relationship. He came to one conference, came to another conference. You know, now he coming like on the reg. Wrote a book, wrote a child's book, working on some other um, stuff for us. You know what I'm saying? Like he he like in the um graphic design area now. Like, E, take a look at this and show C. Yep, so shout out yep. to those people, man, who not just you know, they're not just listening or not just they don't want to just be associated with us, but they're actually, you know, learning and growing with us. You know, and it's just it's a it's just, man, it's just a blessing to see. Marshall called me. Matter of fact, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play Marshall's um voice memo real quick. Let me just stop. See, just let's play that real quick. E, good morning, brother. Hope all is well. I just wanted to thank you, man, for who you are, your platform, man. Thank, really thank God for you. Thank God for connecting me to you because, like, stuff is coming full circle. Of course, I got all the motivation a few years ago to leave my job in the whole nine, right? Then, since being connected, it's crazy because I went from not even being able to afford a ticket to one of your events, to pretty much having full access. Like, I had, I got got my wife one ticket in Philly. Wow, Philly three years ago, and and I think I had a, a VIP ticket that YB gave me because he was part of the highest package or whatever. And I remember being embarrassed. Now being in a, in a position to afford a four-figure sponsorship, being able to sponsor, verified and. The remaining 1% events is just a tremendous blessing and being able to bring my homies along who wouldn't be able to afford a ticket on their own. It's just, man, I'm just grateful and I'm thankful. And this this weekend, you don't even understand how powerful it was, not only for me, who wasn't even really coming there to really get anything aside from connect with people to, to use 120, uh, use our services, but for my homies who came, like my guy Mike, the big beard, who's a who's a music artist. He came there really for Toby and 
and and uh and Karen, and he got so much from them, and then everybody else too. Then my homie Akio, who's an artist, he like paints on shoes. He actually got connected to Organifi through you guys, but it was just so powerful. And then my mother-in-law, not sure if you saw, I tagged you on Facebook. She called us the Three Wise Men, and I thought about it. I said, "Wow, this whole weekend was about how your gifts will make room." And then we have three people who are phenomenally gifted in their areas, and it was confirmation, especially for my guy Mike, who's like he walks around with a defeatist attitude, and he was almost going to let his ego get in the way of allowing me to bless him with the the two day access, and I pay for his hotel room and things of that nature. And that's stuff that I learned from you guys, you and your wife. I don't even know Dee Dee sent us like two hundred fifty bucks when she found like literally five seconds after she found out we had another baby. And I was like, "Oh, you don't have to do that, Didi." She was like, "You need to learn how to receive in the receiving season." So I'm, I'm just, I'm just grateful that I'm connected with you guys and I'm with people of high character and high grind. You know what I'm saying? And and learning how to give, you know, how to share the blessings. You know, I got the the information early. Now we're working on the income piece, and um, you know, I'm, I'm looking towards impact. So I just wanted to say thank you, brother. I love you. I love your wife. Um, everything that you have going on, and I'm just grateful to be a part of the movement, and I'm gonna continue to be a giver and not a taker. But that's it, man. I'm not really looking for a response. I just had to get that off my heart because what my mother-in-law said on that Facebook comment was confirmation. It was like God saying, "Look, y'all need to double down. Y'all need to double down with this thing because if you put your gifts to work." You know they already making room for me, but they're gonna continue to make room for me, and they definitely gonna make room for them. So that's all, brother. Thank you. All right, yeah, man, I'm pumped. Marshall was like, "Yo, he came, you know, back in the day, couldn't afford it. You know, he, he was saying how, you know, um, and most of y'all, I don't know, y'all know YB, but he's saying YB bought his ticket. His girl couldn't afford to go to VIP. He had to leave her, and now for him to say he's sponsoring the conference." You know mm. what I'm saying, bro? Like, this and is what I'm he, talking and about, And his girl y'all. are there. Mm. Both of them there. And, and and he brought three, as he said on a voice memo, he bought his three boys, you know, incredible. Mm. Bro, paid for three of his boys to come. And I ain't, I'm not, I ain't trying to, you know, embarrass his boys and nothing like that. This is not what this is about, you know, but paid for one of them, to, a hotel room, you know what I'm saying? Sponsor the conference, mm. one of the main sponsors. And he's sponsoring the 1% Club in New York and in New Orleans. Yo, man, this is what makes me proud of what we do. That this ain't, and there's no disrespect to nobody else and what they do, but this ain't entertainment, you know? This ain't entertainment. We're literally empowering people and their entire family. So shout out to um, Pat, shout out to Marshall. Incredible, bro, incredible. Yeah, no doubt. It's, when I tell y'all, there's nuggets everywhere. Like Willie drops yeah. some. I'm talking about some yeah. one-liners. Yeah. Words drop yeah. some one-liners. Yeah. But one yeah. of the ones that Mustafa uh, Mustafa said, the brain is wired to keep you safe, not successful. Yeah. Yeah. The brain Whoa. is wired to keep you safe, not successful. When you think about it, it's hot. Don't touch it. Your 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 body automatically pulls your hand back. You know when it's hot. So it's like your brain is just wired to keep your body as comfortable as possible. Yeah, and that's not But that's it's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you're you're really fighting your very nature when you talk about going after your dreams and goals. Because it's putting yourself in a place where you're not necessarily comfortable. So 
I'm saying this is the kind of information, man, that people are hearing. And when you when, when you leave with that information, you know, it's like, yo, it's not like I'm cr- I'm not crazy. The world ain't against me. I got some like I got some internal stuff that I got to go through and fix and right. get past. And it's on the right. other side of that everything I'm looking for. So like I said, yeah. that's a one liner, bro. But you get that one line alone. Oh, I should revolutionize everything you're doing, man. So when I tell y'all powerful, powerful stuff, man. The Sunday calls. For those of you like, where do I get started? I don't have the money for the conference, the Sunday calls, or get the disc assessment. That Sunday call today, I'm telling y'all, your boy is growing. I'm inspiring you. Yeah, we have this right back on the call. But I'm bringing the seeds with me, though. I'm bringing the seeds with me because I know now, because I got certified, I know now y'all need direction. I get it now. I can see where some of y'all, I can see what's going wrong. And so I brought Moose on, and Moose said, Moose, ah! Moose said this morning that your brain, like who you are as a person, is being developed in the last trimester in the womb. Mm. The last trimester in the womb and stopped by the time you seven. My man mm. said that at 24 years old, all you're doing is replaying at what happened at the last trimester and seven years old. You ain't no new information came to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and not that you're not going to school and you're not learning. But he's saying that you already how you programmed. process it, yeah, yeah. Right. How you programming? You, it, it, yeah, it, yep. it's already. And so some of you, for real, you need a overhaul. You know what I'm saying? You need you need a detox, a mental, emotional detox because you still on some five year old stuff. You know, um, catching temper tantrums and stuff, hmm. and you grown, so it's in a different format. But it's still a temper tantrum. You you can't call it nothing else. So when I tell y'all, y'all need to be a part of something. ETA is doing, I promise y'all, I'm laughing because I'm just thinking of Eric Thomas on the credit card. <laughs> Every time I say ETA, I just think of the credit card. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I yeah. promise right, y'all. Chief. Still ain't got that <laughs> fixed, huh? Still ain't got that fixed. Somehow, somebody at Chase got that. a sense of humor. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So yeah, bro, be a part of the heart, y'all. This thing is, we growing to it. I'm so proud of us because you can't say we're the same company we were three years ago. You can't say we were the same company that we were in 2018, bro. No, not at all. All right, let me get our sponsor in real quick. Uh, With HelloFresh, each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients selected from high-rated trusted farms. There are three plans that you can choose from. There's the classic plan, which contains a variety of meats. There's the veggie plan, which contains vegetarian as well as plant-based proteins. And of course, there's the family plans, which are quick and easy meals for those of you on the go. With their global eats option, it helps to bring authentic international dishes and flavors to home cooks for exciting new meals. Uh, The convenient part is that all ingredients come pre-measured in labeled meal kits cooking will become something you actually look forward to when coming home from work. This week, my family did the mushroom ravioli gratin. Man, let me tell y'all something. Yeah, the mushrooms, the thyme, the parmesan, like you put all these things together and I'm getting hungry now again talking about it. My other favorite one we did was this black bean burrito that was fire. Uh, We did, like I said, we did the vegetarian options because my parents are here with me and they're rocking the vegetarian, but that black bean joint and this ravioli, those are two two new favorites. So with subscribing to HelloFresh, there are many benefits. So you can keep enjoying week after week. Get delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every single week for less than $10 per serving. And of course, free shipping. 
manage your account easily by choosing your delivery date to match your schedule and just pause it when you're on vacation. Sign up today. Get $80 off your first month by going to hellofresh.com forward slash success 80 and use the promo code success 80 and that's success in the number 8080. Um, all right, so shall we get into an actual yeah. topic? Yeah. Well, we tried Absolutely. just then. That was a little <laughs> something. Carl, we tried right there. Yeah. 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 We used to be heavily topic and then a little bit of, you know, story yeah. life. Now yeah. we- uh, Until you took over. <laughs> you know what Until I'm saying? Until you took over. We, we reversed it. Uh, yeah. The takeover. All right, so here's what I got. If y'all want to talk about it, cool. If y'all don't, well, give me another one. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> okay. All Somebody, right. uh, and again, get the insurance bucket. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, right. had, had a talk with somebody, you know, uh, over the weekend, and, you know, they kind of were just like, yo, I'm really Always at the conferences. They want to talk. Oh, yeah. Of course. That's what we <laughs> Can't you for. see we doing something? <laughs> shout out to everybody who, who, who was there, and shout out to everybody who was like, yo, see where you at? I wanted to take a picture. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm still on 2007 C. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking when I'm done talking, I could just go in peace. Disappear. But, uh, yeah, shout out to my podcast listeners, man. I appreciate y'all and love taking the pics. Um, but anyway, somebody was like, yo, you know, I, I'm trying to get to that next level, but I've been depressed. I've been stressed out, you know, and I was like, okay, what's the source of it? And they were like, yo, you know, it's just my spouse. You know, they don't want anything. You know, they're not trying to get to the next level. I don't have that support, da, 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 da. And I was like, but you know, why are you stressed about it? And they were like, you know, because that's right. my, you know, that's that's my, you know, I don't want to say husband or wife, you know, husband or wife, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna try to give too much information, but um, you know, that's my significant other, and I really want them, you know, on board with this. And, you know, we've been, you know, arguing, you know, about it or whatever, and you know, I'm just not happy. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And and I didn't, I, I'm gonna be real. I was like, yeah, well, that's sound. You know me, sometimes I'm just knowing when I'm in over my head, I'm like, yeah, well, you should probably go get an ease line. And, you know what I'm right. saying? This seems pretty heavy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, gonna, I'm not even gonna sit up here and try to act like uh, I know this how to my help. line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. I got tacos in this line. Oh, bro. I, yeah, I'm trying to, if you got a business, a branding question. No, um, in all seriousness, I was just like, oh, okay. But it got me to thinking. The conversation is not as what's as important as how much, and this is just a question, right? We can have a discussion. How much, um, how much should someone else's actions or opinions influence or affect your happiness, and who's ultimately responsible for your happiness? Now, the the, the classic answer I know what you're gonna say: you're responsible for your own happiness. We hear that mm -hmm. all the time, but are you really? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just asking, like, let, let's really break that down because I think there's people out there who are stressed out, who hurting, who, who you know, they, they're not having a, 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 a sweet go at life and it has so much to do with external factors, right? It's not necessarily that, you know, their own self isn't motivated or, you know, feeling good or whatever, but it's the things around them. And so, E, I was, you know, asking from, you know, their perspective and I know we got a lot of, you know, mental health awareness is at an all-time high, which is great. You know, people are getting help. But do you think people are looking for other people to validate or create their happiness or, 
you, you got, is that enough? You got where yeah, I'm get going? Get the insurance out. Okay. Yeah, get the insurance out. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? There we Don't go. Worry. Get, get, yeah, get the it. insurance out. You check, feel me? I got a blank checkbook. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> so let, let me let me say this, you know, and mm-hmm. I want to be cautious because I didn't know that people were listening to the podcast. You know, oh, they so not. Intently. We ran them off last week. Yeah, this is saying. just for the archives. <laughs> it's just you know what I'm saying? It's just for the archives. They say if we dig it up. You know what I'm saying? We'd have ran off all our listeners. Yeah, I, I do want to say what I'm about to say. Don't take it the wrong way, right? Don't don't take it as whenever somebody say that, get ready to take it the wrong way. <laughs> the wrong way, you know what right? I'm saying? Whenever you <laughs> preface <laughs> it with, like, look, don't take this the wrong take it way. The wrong uh, way. Uh, yeah. A, a yeah. jab to your gut is about to follow. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? So <laughs> I don't I, I I don't mind. I don't have a problem with people emailing me or texting me and sharing with me their accomplishments. Like, for real. So don't take that the wrong way. But understand at the same time, I want you to be cautious because if you send it to me, it should be for entertainment purposes only. You feel me? And I want to say that again so I can make sure you understand what I'm saying. If you send it to me, it should be for social purposes only. You know, it's you wanted to share it with me. It shouldn't be for mentoring and affirmation purposes. You feel me? I want to make sure I'm clear. So if you're an adult, you're a grown man, you're 20-something, 30-something, 40-something, whatever, and you send me something, and then I say to you, hey, E, did you read my book? And I say, I didn't read your book. And now you pissed. Or you sent hmm. me a video, and I didn't watch your video, and you pissed. Oh, E, you th- I thought you were. You, well, matter of fact, there was a young man in, um, in London who texted me, DM me. I wasn't going to say nothing, but he DM me and was like, pretty much just, you know, saying how disgusted he was with me because hmm. he spoke at the same event I spoke at and I wasn't in the audience to hear him speak, right? So this is what I'm talking about. Oh, this right? got the potential to go, so I didn't know we yeah. were going all the way here. Uh-oh. Hey, this got the potential to lose us the five listeners yeah. we got left. <laughs> got that, right. So get, this, get it out. Get it out. So, go so, in, E. I love it. Bad cop, bad cop. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, no, we didn't switch up. Nah, that's it. Uh, I got E in the groove. E is over there with a machete. (laughs) No question. So, so, and I want to walk y'all through this because I read it. I promise you, I didn't respond. I wasn't going to say nothing. Like, I was going to pretend like it never existed, but I'm going to do it just because I think it's a learning experience. As a grown man, you should rely on whatever your source of faith is. If you got a faith, you know what I'm saying? Well, like whatever, you know, you believe in, what you know, your higher power, whatever, right? Whatever that is for you, like that should be one. And then after that one, it should be you. Like it shouldn't be no other ones. Now, if you have a, I always say I was blessed that Les Brown called me. I promise you, Les calls me. You know, regularly, I have not ever picked up the phone and just called Les. I've never, like, sent a video to Les after Carl chopped that joker up and was like, Les, Bob Proctor, what you think about my video? I've never done that before. I put my videos out. I never even read the comments. I'm not And what makes you think I'm a critiquer of videos? I do videos. Them two entirely hmm. different skill sets. 
Right. You know what I'm I'm just being for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I can speak on camera don't mean I can evaluate your stuff and if it's effective. Oh, Oh, I promise. And I can't because I wasn't even the one in there. That's why I said, like, entertainment. Like, if you said it to me, it's entertainment purposes or social purposes. You feel me? That's it. But what I'm starting to realize is happening is that there are individuals that Carl said earlier, you you have internal stuff you need to work out and you're trying to work it out with me. Now I became your daddy. I'm E.T. your father now. And I've had individuals who've been pissed at me, pissed. I ain't talking to you. You ain't whatever, whatever. I thought you, I looked for more from you. For what? What were you looking? But when I did my homework, I found out that you didn't have a healthy relationship with your father. And so now I'm responsible for your father not being there because now you're not just looking at me as another motivational speaker. You're looking at me as a father figure. You feel me? I never signed Mm. up for that. We never had no conversation about that. I became your father figure. I ain't even get to make the choice if I want you to be my son or not. You feel me? I, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't get no. I didn't get to get in on the draft. You didn't make your. You didn't got most of the time. <laughs> you feel me? You feel? I'm still working just on kidding, him. Bug, just kidding. Uh, little subtle shot. Oh yeah, right, bug, right, bug. Oh yeah, you, oh, you be. It's bug all entertainment for the podcast, bug. Uh, I write right. your check. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. He better call you piss. So I'm, I'm being real though. I need you to understand. For those of you who are listening, to what I'm saying. Do I mind? Um, you know, when somebody, uh, matter of fact, words had hit me up, but words hit me up in the context of I'm a speaker. I'm out here doing my thing. I can't seem to get paid. I was like, all right, what are you doing? Well, I did this for the company 40, 50 straight days. I'll send you a sound. I'm like, yo, bro, let's roll. I can work with you. It was over. It wasn't like a let's be connected for life kind of deal. It was like, yo, I got you. I can't help you. And so I was reading the hookup like, yo, how in the world did you think I was supposed to be well, how did I become a father figure to you? Like, I, that, that don't do me like that. Don't put that on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't put that stress on me. Don't put that responsibility on me. So I had a kid from Spurgo. He got a T-shirt brand called Spurgo. He just turned 13 years old. He's been on CNN. Mm-hmm. My kid's got a uh, shirt still. Oh, you got, yep, I got mine. So he came to me the other day, see, at the um, uh, Jordan Johnson restaurant and was like, E.T., can you be my mentor? See, he 12 years old, just turned 13. Uh, Carl, can, and I ain't no trick question, but he came up to me, Carl. I remember last year when he was selling straight made $10,000 one month. He came up to me and was like, yo, E, can you mentor me? 12, 13 year old, he just turned 13. What do you think I told him, see? Oh, you told him for sure. For sure, Carl, he 12, uh-huh. 13 years old. Yeah, you mentor uh-huh. kids. <laughs> you feel me? He 12, he 12, 13 years old. And, and now as he 12, 13 years old, he handling his business. I got you. You ain't got your dad in your life. But I got grown men. E, you ain't called me. E, I had uh, a life emergency. You ain't called me. I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to be funny. Didi got MS. I don't never remember a phone call from you. I don't never mm. remember you calling me saying, yo, I heard Didi got MS. How's she doing? Is it progressive? Is it aggressive? You know, um, uh, I got, you ain't never called me. But now all of a sudden, like, I'm your daddy. So now I'm responsible for your happiness. I'm responsible for yep. all E. I, I got yep. dudes who like E. Uh, you a motivational speaker. You ain't never looked out for, looked out for you. I ain't never had nobody. Les Brown, let me repeat myself. Les Brown called me for a conversation. Les ain't never gave me a gig. Like Les has never got me a gig. I've never heard somebody say, yo, Les Brown um, didn't take the gig. 
and he said you should take it. I, that's never happened to me. We had a conversation. What did he say to me in conversation? He said some motivation, motivational, positive words. At no point did I walk out of there and go, Les Brown, because you sat down with me and you talked to me and you told me I'm going to be the number one motivational speaker in the world because you told me I'm the best in the game right now. You, It is your responsibility now. I might have been number 10 or 12 at that time. It's your responsibility since you said it, since you, in, since you were the forefather, since you was the one that did it before everybody else did it. Les Brown, you owe me a spot at number one. I never took it like that. I took it as entertainment. Don't take the word the wrong way. I took it as entertainment. I took it as social. I took it as inspirational. But I took, but the responsibility I did not give to another man. I went home and, well, Carl was with me. We went back, cut his stuff up and chopped it up to give it to you. We cut it up and chopped it up to give it to you. We wanted you to be inspired by what let's say. So go back and watch it. I don't know if everybody got access to it or not, but go back and watch it's it. It's in BU. Okay, it's in BU. So get in BU and go watch it and then kill your subscription. All right, but go watch <laughs> this thing. All right, this thing is powerful. But at no point did I ever go, Les Brown now is my motivational father, speaker father, and it is his responsibility. And so that's all I'm saying. See, the thing I hate about it is I have this response. That's why I said in 2019, I'm not pulling no more. And all I meant by that is it's not mutual. I got to be your daddy, which we never agreed to, never wrote that in contract. I have to make sure that you happy. And when you not, it's my fault. I got to make sure I get you gigs. I got to make sure that whenever you're going through something, even though you didn't tell me you was going through it, I'm supposed to know that you're going through it and I'm supposed to call you and fix it and make it right. And I'm supposed to put forth all this effort, all this work. And I realized at the end of the day, I was like, yo, I'm not trying to be funny, but it's just not fair. It's just not fair. I got, it's all on me. It's like 95-5. It's all on me. I got to do all the pulling. So when my back, I, I, I pull my, Pull a, a bust my back out, you know what I'm saying, uh, pull a muscle, uh, and I can't go to work and can't do, then you go to the next person and do whatever you do. So yeah, I'm, I'm again, I'm not mad at nobody. I'm not hurt. I'm just saying this was the year where I was like, I want to be with other men who are pulling and we all pulling. And, and some people can lift 250. Some people want to lift 200. Some people lift 150. Some people lift 100. But we're all taking our energy and our strength and we pulling the same weight, pulling it the same way with the same energy and the same effort. And I'm not I'm not willing to be in relationships no more where you didn't come and hear me speak. What was I? First of all, you never even told me you were speaking. I didn't know what the lineup was. Nobody sent me a memo. And whenever you were speaking, if it was before I was speaking, I got to get prepared to speak just like you speaking. And if it was after you were speaking, I spent a few minutes watching the um the what do you call them? They were they were like man amateurs. I sat there and watched the amateurs, and I saw them watching me to see if I was watching them. But when I got to a point where it was like, yo, I need to get ready for the airport. I need to get up out of here. I left. So I you know again I I just like when I got the email, I just like yo bro, this is so immature. This is so this is so one sided. This is so unfair. Like, this is ridiculous. You are holding me to a standard that I didn't even know existed. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you should have texted me and said, yo, E, we speaking on the same stage. 
uh, 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 this is what time I'm speaking. Can you hear me? I, I, that would have been better than for me to not even know you were speaking and you assume I knew you were speaking and now you sending me this negative energy. Well, what about all the videos that I did that did inspire you? What, what, what? And then that's the other thing I don't like. It's like when you're in those kind of relationships, only the negative get magnified. Only what you do to get magnified. It's like, bro, look at all the stuff I did do. Look at all the videos. You, you, you got the hat like me, the shirt like me. You know what I'm saying? You speaking like me. I gave you enough content to get started. But that, but, but again, because you are immature and you are a taker, you don't see what I did and you can't appreciate, you can't appreciate what I did for you. All you could talk about is what I didn't do for you. What do you do for me lately? So the pressure is too much. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I got to keep giving and keep giving. You just drink it, drink, drink. I got to keep giving, keep giving, keep, keep giving. And it just don't stop. So for me, see, I'm like, yeah, bro, I can't do it no more. I'm not a hero. I'm not your celebrity. I'm not, I'm nothing. I'm a human just like you. And I bleed just like you got challenges just like you. And I only want to be in relationships where you're responsible for you. I'm responsible for me. And when we have time, we can pour into each other. But the getting up every day and having to continue to like I sold that car, that car where it was leaking oil and I had to get up every day and keep putting oil in it. I just got rid of that car. See, I just like I can't do it. I'm, I'm waking up every day and the oil is out and check oil light, uh, check engine light on. I had to get rid of that car, bro. It, 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 even though I didn't have a note on it, it was it, it demanded so much of my energy and my time. I'm smelling like a doggone. I, what's it called when the, the um, um, when when your uh, tailpipe that smoke or whatever is coming the out. Exhaust. It was the exhaust. I was smelling like exhaust everywhere I went. You know, uh, I was a gas guzzler. The oil kept leaking. You know, um, the battery. It just was too much, bro. I can was I like, be Yo, real? It's can I just say? And the, the, can I be real with you? Like, this is one of the things that. Okay, and the, I try to say this correctly. Get the bucket ready. Let's just, you know what I'm saying? Part of talking, wait, no listeners anyway, anyway. So let me just talk freely. No, and, and Carl, you probably feel it. So I'm, I am a triple Z list celebrity, right? But even for the people who come up, you know, after events and stuff, I always try to be conscious because, like, imagine you got all of these people and everybody wants, you know, their time and, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, I'm always trying to make sure, like, all right, cool. Don't brush anybody off. Don't whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and I love the interaction with, you know, people who support us. We wouldn't even be here without y'all. So I'm, I'm no definitely, but I, but I, what I don't like is feeling like I could possibly like if I don't shake your hand correctly or if I don't give you the, enough time or if I don't even That's see you saying. and I just walk away or I go to the back, you know what I mean? Like there's that feeling that give, gives you a little anxiety, but the reality of the situation, and you know, I, I said it to a, a young man who I talked to over the weekend, he was like, yo, I just need one minute of your time, bruh. I know you super busy. And I'm like, bruh, don't, don't put me on the pedestal. Like you should be busy too, you know what I'm saying? Like. Busy right. is not like a habit of somebody who's only successful. Like that's matter of fact, if you're not successful, you should probably be busier than be the person who is busy. successful. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, I'm like, but but I don't. To be honest, like E says it, bro. We are as down to earth the dudes as you could possibly imagine. And sometimes when people put you on that pedestal, and I understand the reverence, like yo, y'all did a lot for my life. And trust me, when I'm blown away by the stories I hear from people saying, yo, the podcast. I was suicidal, 
you know, I was depressed. I was all of those things. And trust me, we do this for you guys. But at the same time, I guess what I'm trying to get to is don't don't put other individuals on pedestals and knock yourself down because then you it's hard to find validation inside of yourself if you don't see yourself as high as you see E.T. I'll, I'll try to say this correctly. So when you think he is a God and he's not, but when you think he is and you start putting all that energy and effort into him validating you, you're setting yourself up for failure because you're not going to get that validation that you're seeking. And you're seeking that validation because your self-esteem is low. So you have to esteem yourself. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, we got, there's, there's people in my phone who may be of, well, who not maybe, who are of way higher stature than I'll ever be, probably, right? Money-wise and fame and notoriety and everything. And while I have a deep respect for what they do, maybe even appreciate them on a whole nother level, I promise you, I do not get my validation from whether if I text them, if they text me back. Mm. Or if I call them, do they return my call or even answer my phone call? Why? Because I get the validation from myself. And I think that's what he's talking about. And now, let me try to take this, you know, I try to make, you know, take the theory and make it practical. We're not talking about you reaching out to us. Somebody listening, you have somebody in your life right now who's not answering your phone calls as often as you feel they should. Or they're not giving you the same amount of time that you think they should. And what's happening is you're waiting on them to validate you and the stress and anxiety that you have is coming from the fact that they're not affirming you. So that's why I'm telling you, you have to be able to affirm yourself and find happiness within yourself because as long as you see your happiness and and everything else in somebody else's hand, what a stressful feeling that is. You know what I mean? Like they carrying your whole body, heart and everything around in their hands. And if they so choose to give you the energy that you see fit, then mm. you can be happy. But if they don't, you miserable. And that's just a dangerous pl- place to live in. So this isn't about CJ or Carl or ET. This no, is this about is. This that is young about lady me. who you've you been wanting yeah. to date and she not returning. Or the young man who you know you were interested in and he kind of ignoring you. Or the friend that's the cool friend who not texting you back and you feel some kind of way about it. It's like, yo, stop putting them on a pedestal. You are royal too. Like somebody Mm. needs to tell you that. Like, yo, you royal too. They should be honored to have your phone call. They should be honored to hear from you. And until you see yourself like that, it's going to be hard for you to find that happiness, man. And I don't like when I'm put in a place where because of whatever... I'm now in charge of making sure you're happy. Hmm. That's not fair. That's not fair to E. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to whoever in your life. It's not fair to you if you're that person for somebody else. Because as long as you're waiting on me to be your happiness, at some point, I'm going to let you down. Period. I let myself down sometimes. But right. So for sure, I'm about to let you down. And I think the sensitivity... And it's not, yeah. And it's, yeah, go for it. It's e. not, though, about you letting them down, though, see? It's it's about looking, going, you're in the wrong place and the wrong source. So whatever it is you're trying to accomplish is not going to happen. Mm. You're going north when you're trying to get to Alabama. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. You're in Cincinnati and you're starting to drive north. You're going real fast. You're in a sweet car. You got good intentions. You're not about to get to Alabama. Alabama is south. So when you go to your wife looking for that, when you go to your father or mother, I tell my son, 
That's where a lot of the little hookups was from. And I, me and C had to have a talk about it, so I had to be balanced. But, that, but, that, but, but that's my son. So I knew, I saw my own son going, man, dad, I want your, and I'm like, son, I promise you. Hey, bro, I love you. I lo- I, bro, you my firstborn. Ain't nobody on the earth with the kind of love I have. I have, like, you the one that gave me my why. You know what I'm saying? Your sister came after you. You had already had me going back to school fired up. I love you, bro. But what you have to understand is I love you like you are. I don't care if you graduate from high school. I would like for you to. I would like for you to be functional, handle your business. But you got to stand. My love for you, bro, don't have nothing to do with how much money you make. I don't care if you go to the NBA, the NFL. I don't care where you go. If you went to jail, doggone it, I'd be up there every doggone weekend. I'd tell my agent, ain't no, I, ain't no gigs on Sunday. I'm going to see my son. I don't jail care how day. far you were. Hmm. Say it again. Sunday is jail day. You feel me? Like, I'm going to jail day. Like, I, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So I have to tell my son, like, don't do that. Don't do that, son. Don't, don't. You grind for you. You take care of your business yep. so that you can yep. be proud of you. Don't look for me to be proud of you. Because some dads ain't going to be proud of their sons because they sick. They, so you can't, you can't allow son your, and I'm your dad. I've been there for you since day one. But you still can't make me, like, you still can't do it and, and, and look at me and go, Dad, are you happy? Are you happy? That's, mm. Are you happy with what you did? And if you happy with what you did, you darn skippy, I'm happy. So I'm just saying, so um, I, I'm going to show y'all what this looks like, right? So I was in L.A. and I called Mia. And I was like, Mia, you still in L.A.? She's like, yeah, because you know she had worked for Steve Harvey. So I was like, yo, come holla at me. So, you know, she came over to... Um, the hotel, it, um, I think uh, it was like a part of my tour when, you know, me and D was in uh, San Diego, L.A. or whatever. So she came, you know, and we kicked it. And, bruh, it was the pl- most, I don't know if y'all hung out with Mia before, but it was the most pleasant conversation. Oh, yeah, one, she's because, great. Yeah, she, yeah, course, she she's been great. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, though, and I want people to understand it. Maybe she should get on the phone and do it, whatever. She, she texts me all the time, but it's not the pressure when she texts me. So it could be once a month. Once, once every, you know, three months. But when she does it, it's so, it's not she wants something. It's like, what up, E? My dad asked about you. Me and her, me and her father, man, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's done a phenomenal job how he raised her. And so we kicking it. Not one time did she say, hey, I work for Steve Harvey. You know what I'm saying? And I want you to, you feel me? I want you on the show. Matter of fact, she was so respectful. She was like, when she did talk about Steve Harvey, whatever, she said she had talked to maybe Nikki or somebody about it, you know, LaShawn. I don't remember who she said, but she said whatever. But then I got to a point after we just was kicking it for a while, I was like, yo, is there any way I can help you? And she was like, no, I'm not even going to come to you right now. But there's some things that, you know, I'm working on right now, and I believe it could be a synergy between whatever. And, you know, I love y'all, so I'm always trying to put y'all on. But if I believe it's a synergy, I know who to call. And it, it was just a pleasant re- a conversation because I, I and I want y'all to understand like I, if anybody's a flamingo and love helping people I do but I hate sometimes feeling like I'm being used mm. you know and it's like every time we talk it, it's so funny when the lady came up to me I don't know who she was at the airport I didn't I didn't know if she could hear so I was like she could hear and the first thing she said oh yeah I can hear I'm just waiting for the punchline mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the punchline E it's coming like she about to ask you for some money I was like, all right, cool. After about five, I was mm. thinking, oh, no, maybe she not. 
because she owns some stuff. She got some deep stuff. Like she was on like no, my kids was abducted. Back. I got her whatever. My people die and the police whatever. So I was like, oh, she about to ask for prayer because they ain't no amount of money <laughs> about to help <laughs> what she just asked me about. She about to pray for that six dollars. Yeah. What I realized was. She was setting the story up so strong oh, no that the doubt. six bucks was gonna seem like easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it all did. Stuff, I was and, about to uh, oh, cash app you six. Why? No, you playing. <laughs> I was about to ask her if she had a cash app on everything I love. I was about mm-hmm. to ask if she had cash. But what I'm saying to you guys is some of my relationships with you guys, it's the same as her. It's this big setup. Yeah, you setup. see it coming from a mile away. I see your it's setup a big coming setup. from a mile away. E.T., e. I need you to get me a gig. I need you to get me on the stage. I'm no, writing my no, book. No, no, no. Start to... with the, she started with the sob story. So. Mm, this happened. That, you to see, yeah, cats start with, and you. they may even start, okay, let me give you another example. You ever seen a dude who still, for some reason, uh, my man got his stuff on CD, right? So you walking down the street, and this is in New York, Philly, the biggest cities like that. You walk even oh, in Atlanta, free you boy. walking down the street, my man like, yo, here, my CD is free. Yeah, you know it's what I'm free, saying? Bro. And they put it in your yeah. hands. Here goes something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you like, bro, yeah. I'm I'm straight. And they like, no, 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 it's free. Just check it out for me. And then you yeah. give it to them. And they like, yo, just, you know, small donation, whatever you Support. can give is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, all right, so that was the metaphor. Yeah, I'll let you take the punchline home. Oh, uh, Carl, no, Carl, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna jump in. So what I was gonna say real quick, the Bible tell you a little child should lead them. So Tiffany's son came to me this week, like literally in Philly, and he said to mm. me, I'm talking about minutes little child listen to what i'm saying carefully he said to me look i'm not and not i'm paraphrasing but in a nutshell this is i'm not gonna waste your time what i want you to help me come up with real quick is i need a goal that if i accomplish it then i'll come back and ask you if you could mentor me he's like Hmm. give me something that i can accomplish because i want to validate this and make sure it makes sense i want to show you that this is going to be worth your time so come up with a goal that makes sense. Give me something to do. Like he's asking first. Give me something to do that I can prove to you that any interaction with me is going to be worthwhile. And I'll come back to you when it's done. Listen to the language. I'll come back to you when it's done. And at that point, I, I'm going to ask you if you come mentor me. And I'm just like, it threw, I had to like pretend like, oh, okay, yep, cool. I got you. Yeah, yeah, let's talk it out. But like, I'm like, yo, it's a 14-year-old child. They came up to me and asked me this. And I'm like, yo, grown people, again, you put yes. you put you first. Yes. You put yes. you first. He's like, yo, I am going to prove to you that, and that's what he's saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Any interaction that you have with me, it's all about execution. That's what he said in a nutshell. It's all about execution. So there's nothing you're going to say to me that's not going to get done. And before we start, I'm going to prove that to you. So once we get that in place, dude, how much easier is it for me if, if I ever see him call to answer the phone? Oh, I just need to have two minutes with my man and he know what direction Bruh. he's going and he's going. You know what I'm saying? It don't take no time or energy from me at all. 14 years old, y'all. 14. Literally. Ta- look, you you said time and energy. So so here's what I was going to say because I want to help. For real, we not. You, you guys must understand we wouldn't be on this call talking like this if we weren't legitimately trying to, uh, if we weren't legitimately trying to help you. We're legitimately trying to support you, right? So listen to what I'm saying. So the little dude called me. I'm sorry. I'm at the restaurant, Jordan Johnson's restaurant in Philly. Shout out and to Jordan. Let's not just yeah. brush past oh, that yeah, that's true. one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Shout that's out true. to, man, listen, this he ain't gave me no bread. We we just know the man and respect the man. Respect. And eat there every time we go to Philly. That's, that is maybe the top 
three best restaurants I've ever been to my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Top, it, no, top it really two is. and it's not two, okay? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. bruh, no, it really my is. man is off the chain. If you are ever in Philly, go to Jordan Johnson's Gourmet Seafood and tell him E.T., C.J. Carl, the whole uh, Secret to Success squad sent you. My man has the best food in the world. Continue. I just didn't want to go past my man. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and like, we went back the next day to see without you. Oh, I know y'all did. Oh, y'all did? Oh, I know y'all did. Shoot. I know, because Toby was about to have a heart attack. He trying to take my order in the thing. I'm like, bro, relax. But let me tell you something. I'm doing the keto. Woo, my man, bro. I said, if this is keto, oh, yeah, he, yeah. I could just, you know what I'm saying? Come back to that. Hey, my man had me so sweet. Oh, bro, best food I ever had in my life. Yeah, Toby got the next day. So, so, so here's a learning moment, again, for you guys. So here is a... 13-year-old who asked me to mentor him. Let me tell you guys, I want to just make it practical to you. The reason why I told him yes, he already has a brand. You feel me? Listen, listen to me closely. He's 13 years old. He already has a brand. He already is in the process of selling his merchandise. I told y'all last year when he was 12, he made $10,000. He's 12 years old. He made $10,000 in one month. He's 13 years old. He already has a billboard up mm. in Times Square. He already has wow. a commercial on CNN. I was impressed when you said a billboard, but then you finished it with in Times Square. You know, wow. he had a billboard in Times Square. He owned TV. He asked me, could I mentor him? Yes, I can mentor you. Why? Because it ain't going to cost me nothing. And so for you grown men who reach out to me, you don't got a brand going yet. You ain't made $10,000. Look, see, at the end of the day, and I want to hurt your feelings. I, I do. Let's go back to last week's podcast. I'm intentionally trying to make it burn because maybe if it burns, you're going to do something about it. This little kid can afford to go to Game Changers at 13 years old. Mm. Let that burn. Let that mm. burn. Let that Let sizzle that in your spirit. Let that Shut sizzle up. in your spirit. Shut up the country, Wayne. Let that sizzle in your you spirit. You feel me? Let that wow. sizzle in your spirit. He's 13 years old, and he making $10,000 a month. He ain't asking nobody for no money. And he don't got his daddy in his life. It's just him and his mama. Let that wow. sizzle in your spirit when you come to me, and now hey. I got to create you. <laughs> hey, thanks, Pops Quinny, for being the only listener right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, no doubt. Pops getting some fire. You feel me? So I gotta. So what you're asking me to do when you talk, when you want me to mentor you as an adult man who say you ain't got a thousand dollars? What you want me to do is pretty much do eighty twenty, and I can't do that. My wife got MS. I can't do that no more if I wanted to. My girl retired, and like, look, I, I did a conference all day and came to the crib and fell asleep, and she was like, "Oh, so you ain't got no time for me?" I'm like, "What?" I sure and I got, got you topic. calling my phone, want me to watch uh, eight hours of your videos. Right, right. But that's my, my problem is like, yo, yeah. people, I, I promise you, you said it, but but if you, man, if you one of these people, please just do a self-evaluation. Like, dog, you never stop to think, yo, he might be busy. He might have something going on. He might not feel good. He might have, you don't, you don't even know if I got a common cult. You don't know what's going on with me. You don't care because you only care about yourself. And again, you're trying to make my validation make you happy. And then I told you, the reason I'm done, and I've been, I'm glad now you you guys Wait, finally no, joining back. me on I'm my soapbox. Back to back. But yeah, I've been over it because here go the thing. Yeah. 
I told you, you sending me your stuff, and if I tell you what I really think, you mad anyway. Right. You know what I'm if saying? If I critique so, you. Right. Bro, I'm like, so I'm just, I'm good. Like, I, I tell you, I'm not I'm not trying to tell anybody the truth anymore. They, you, what's to say? You can't handle the truth. I'm not, bro, I'm good. I'd rather just be like, yo, fire. Let and that I can just leave you alone. Spirit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if, but, but listen to where you at. You at a point in life where if E takes you back three fire emojis, you'll feel like, ah, I made it. E, he ain't even got to watch it for real. And I'm probably telling on E because he probably did it before because he's a flamingo. He want to make you happy. But he could text you back three uh, flame emojis. And you feeling like, wow, you got the fire he thought emojis. my That's stuff is fire. He ain't opened your stuff and click play to save his life, but he sent you back three fire emojis and it made your day. Think of how simple you being. You put yourself in a position where three fire emojis make you feel like you, you on top of the world. And without the three, you on the bottom of the world. It's not real. That's not real life. That's it. That's it. No, that's it. Oh, that's There's nothing it. else right, to well, say. Good night. That's that was it. an odd way to end the no, podcast, but I'm down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, I'm, I'm just down. saying. It's it, bro. That's it. It ain't like you got about four four nuggets. You can't do nothing with a four piece and a drink. Look at the recorder. How long we been on? People get mad if we ain't on at least an hour. 104. Hour and four, bro. Hour okay, and well, four. Well, let me, let's, let's at Ask least. Ask ET or something. Okay. Well, yeah, you right. I'm talking about, bro, you going, hey, what are we going to do? How both of us get on the, you know what I'm saying? We on the Monstars, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, you know how I got on it. Yeah, welcome. I got on it when, yeah, I got on it when, you know, God revealed to me, E, I, bro. I was just reading Psalms, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a shepherd. I know that I'm a shepherd, bro. I've always looked at the shepherding boy from a, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like coddle, you know, you know, he leadeth me, but you know, besides it. And then I read it, see it hit me. <laughs> he maketh, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. Mm. You feel me? That's what they uh, uh, uh sheep don't eat lions. They don't eat lions, bro. You know what I'm no. saying? That's not what they that's not what they own. They don't eat gazelles. You feel me? But watch this. In order for them to be successful, to eat the green grass and to lay on the green grass, you know what I'm saying? Like the um um uh, to you know the water, the, the like it, he maketh me lie down, and God was like, you got it twisted. They not gonna lie down in green pastures by osmosis. They not gonna do it on their own. So you're right, thinking by right. encouraging them and inspiring them that they just gonna get the green grass because it's gonna lay in it. No, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. He maketh me. I was like, yep, I see what I'm missing. I'm not doing the aggressive boy. I'm not being forced. I'm not I'm making giving you options. I'm not making it. I'm not making. I'm 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 optioneth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm optioneth. I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to I'm trying you to say inspireth. You yeah. Yeah. You feel me though? I'm inspired. You're giving the option. <laughs> yeah, I'm optioneth. You know what I'm saying? Inspirationeth. You know what I'm saying? A motivation. Suggested. That's what I've been on. Suggested you lie down. You know what I'm saying? That's the you word we're looking for. Suggested. That's what I've been on, see? That's what I've been on, bro. That's what I've been on. And I'm like, yeah, no more that. You e. definitely no more do that. some strong suggested. But unfortunately, people don't move on the suggested. No. And here's what's so funny. I am schizophrenic because when you hear me speak in public or on the TGIM, that's not the same person I am when I'm dealing with you one-on-one. I don't even deal with you the same way. I deal with you one way on video, 
on, on the stage, but when me and you sitting down, I'm cutting you slack. Why? Oh, you know, because that used to be my pet peeve about you. You'll be on stage going crazy, and then we sit down with somebody, and you like, oh, flowers and rose petals. I'm like, bruh, you just got through cutting heads off on stage. Now you're going to be soft on my man. But, and, and here's what I thought. I thought if I gave it to you the raw, you wouldn't be able to handle it. And you might not be able to, but I understand every time I give it to you the soft, I'm not preparing you. And if I get in trouble with the creator, it will no longer be because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. It's going to be because I did what I was supposed to do and you refused to do what you're supposed to do. I'm not getting in trouble for you no more. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you the way that it was given to me. And this is why I'm successful. My mama was a gorilla. My wife is a gorilla. C is a gorilla. I know the formula, but then I want to give you something else. And it, it, that's not the formula. And, but I know what happened. I knew, I, can I be honest? I know how I felt when I, when I was being come at this way. I know how I felt when I was not given no grace, you know, in terms of this is what it is. And I know how it burned me and how it hurt me. I know how sensitive I was and emotional I was. I still did what I was told to do, but I was hurt. Like, I can't believe you going, you can't find no better way. How you going to trust me? You feel me? <laughs> I need a man with sensitivity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm in my feelings challenge. You know, right? Are you going to ride with me? <laughs> and I realized, hey, E, stop it, E. You know how you got here. Stop. You know how you got here. You know you couldn't do two sets of 10. You know you had to do five sets of 20. You feel uh, me? You know my man don't look like that because he stopped when he was tired. You know he, you, you know he looked like that because she stopped when she was done. You know that. Stop, stop, stop giving them a fake version of give, give them the real because only when you give them the real recipe can they get the same outcomes you got. And so I, I, I and also I didn't want to be the separation boy. I didn't want to set people to separate from me. I didn't want people talking about me, you know, bad. E.T. ain't who he said. Now I'm like, yo, bro, I just got to give it to you real. And whatever you, however you take it, that's how you take it. But if you can take it, you're going to be successful. I can guarantee you that. So, yeah, I apologize to everybody who got the, the, the wrong E.T. And then I switched up on you. And now you're wondering why he switched up on me. I'm switching up on you because I love you and care about you, for real. And the Verified Conference showed you that. Because I didn't give you what you wanted. Three, four hours of ET. I brought people like words in that broke his piece down. Nikki, who broke her piece down. Moose, who broke his piece. I gave you what you needed, not not always what you wanted. You feel me? And so I know I'm gonna lose some of y'all in the process. But those of you who stay, want to stay uh, with me. Three hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Three hundred. Be a part of the three hundred, not the three thousand. Yup. You right? Yeah. See. Yup, yup. My man wanted to take 3,000. Gideon wanted to take yep, 3,000 in battle. And Lord was like, nope, take the 300 that can really do this thing. So that's the podcast, my friend. That's the podcast, my friend. Hey, um, you know what else? I, I don't suggesteth. I maketh you. <laughs> I maketh you order some Organifi, okay? When you wake up and drink a glass of Organifi green juice, you kickstart the body's process of daily detoxing, all right? Producing natural energy and managing stress. Start the day with a smart choice. Your body will reward you, all right? 90%, 92%, hmm, you know, don't slip on the two. 92% of Americans have a vitamin deficiency. Start now. It's never too late to boost your energy, cleanse your body, and feel amazing. Transform your life in just 30 
seconds a day, okay? Scoop, stir, and sip. Green juice improves your overall health, all right? So get like us, get on that green juice. I don't have enough time to read through all of the products that they have, but they have a ton, trust me. And if you go there now, you'll get 20% off your order, all right? So go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS. Get 20% off your order, okay? That's 20% off your order at Organifi.com. Again, we appreciate Organifi being a major sponsor for this podcast, man, and allowing us to do what we do. All right, um, real quick, uh, let's see. We got Ask ET. Oh, by the way, you see your guy son blowing up on IG, bro. Oh, yeah, I told him he about to take my spot. Hey, and can we do the quick... Can, tell me, can we do the oh the the quick um, Q and A? Jalen just came in the room, so I want to spend some time with my man, get some stuff in, and happy birthday to my boy Bob, August the eleventh. This is the dude that the first, first one of the man the first dudes got Lonzo, but then Bob revolutionized my life. Y'all know y'all read the book Secret to Success. If you didn't, you need to. For those of you who don't like to read, go get the audio book. Which was a um, one of the one of the best selling audio oh, books. Man. Uh, uh, doing if of I all do say so myself, yeah, yeah, for real. That that Joker is. I'm telling you for real. It's like a motion picture. Uh, if you check that boy out, audiobook.com. We um, yep, we were on that joint. So check that out. Happy birthday to my boy Bob. Love you for life. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that quickly. I wanna. Yeah, no, uh, we don't have to. Hey, I need to say. Um, as this podcast is being released, uh, happy anniversary to yes, my wife. Sir. Yeah, yes, that sir. makes 10, ten years ten. for So as yeah, y'all hear ten. this, yeah. I will be yeah. in Mexico. All right. Mexico. With my wife. Um, man, looking forward to my wife said we haven't had a trip a just the two of us. I don't believe yeah. this, but she said we haven't had a trip just the two of us since our honeymoon. So I'm actually taking her back to the spot where we had our honeymoon and uh, also going to check it out. You know what I'm saying? See if we can get it for, you know, uh, 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, uh, or to, I guess, 2021. Um, we got the other event in Mexico uh, coming up in 2020. Uh, super excited about that as well. Um, Hawaii, so come on. Happy anniversary. Hawaii. 10 years, dog. Can you believe that? Hawaii. 10 years. We yeah, getting old, dog. Don't forget Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, oh, yeah, no question. Let me go through the dates real quick so y'all know where to catch us at, all right? Um, you definitely don't want to miss the 1%, all right? Jamal King, Tiffany Montgomery, Eric Thomas, myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't never make the flyers, but I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, New York, August 23rd and 24th, all right? We will be in the building, New York, greater New York area, all around the East Coast. Make sure you're there, August 23rd and 24th. New Orleans, September 12th. And 13th, New Orleans, y'all need to pick it up now. We had so many requests coming in from New Orleans. Please do an event in New Orleans. So we want to see those uh, those ticket sales jump, all right? Uh, this is our first event doing it in New Orleans, so super excited about that. I actually haven't spent much time in New Orleans. I've been there a couple of times, but just kind of a day or two and just kind of passing through. Never got a chance to really kick it there, so I'm excited about New Orleans on September 12th and 13th. Also, D.C., October 5th and 6th, and if you're in D.C., you know you better get your tickets quick because I don't know what it is about D.C., but they come through deep always. So um, D.C., New Orleans, New York, uh, make sure you go to etinspires.com slash events. Check all of those out. Also, Hawaii. Aloha. We're coming to Hawaii. Aloha. Yeah, coming to Hawaii the 27th and 28th of December. 
All right, yeah, two days. Out there with all right, us, so if you come out on, y'all. anywhere near there, all right, yeah, West Australia. Coast people, Washington, yeah. Cali, Utah, yeah. uh, all around there. Yeah, Vancouver. Of, Vancouver, yep, yep. All my people Australia, in Australia. New Zealand, Fiji. New Zealand, yep. Make sure you, uh, Fiji, you know what I'm saying? Who else out yeah. there? Uh, make yeah, sure y'all come know. through Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? See, that's all I got in my little geography book. Hawaii, yeah, no doubt. And then also, uh, last um, but certainly not least, this is for next year, guys. This is for next year, April 25th through May 1st. Riviera Maya, Mexico, 2020. Listen, man, we got so much going on there. There are workshops, white parties, events. Um, man, We had, last time we played the minute to win it type game, we just had a blast. And that is in Mexico, all right? And we're going to have a great time this next time. It is uh, always just a phenomenal event, man, just being able to kick it on, you know, uh, at a resort with the whole squad, man. We do a lot of learning, a lot of, you know, fun stuff. Uh, workshops from myself, Maul. Um, I know Tiffany will be there again. E.T. is going to have some workshops. Um, Nikki will do a workshop, but then the rest of the time, man, we're just going to have a blast, man. We have a lot of fun, a lot of events. I told E, this next time I want to have even more events, more structured events. So uh, looking forward to that as well. Make sure you go to etinspires.com slash events and uh, get your tickets, man. Show us some love, man. We appreciate everybody who comes out to all of the events and always look forward to seeing you guys. You guys are like family to us. All right, E, um, I'm not going to hold you, dog. I got to get to packing, I'm leaving here shortly to Mexico. And so I'm gonna relieve you from Ask ET today, but I do need that nugget of the day before you get out of here. Shout out to Baylor. I know you're going to Baylor today. Um, shout out to the, to, to, to the Baylor Bears and uh, my homie Alvin, and uh, who's a coach over there. Much love to the only other green squad I could possibly cheer for, uh, Baylor. Um, so, yeah, go rock the house and uh, give us a little nugget, a preview of what you're going to tell Baylor. Oh, wow. I didn't know you was going there. Hmm. Um, Throw a little yeah, curveball. Yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Keep yeah, the nah. people so, on their toes. Yeah, so so for Baylor, man, it's simple. You know, it's not a question of what you want. It's a question of what are you willing to do to get what you want. Mm. You know, because if you can believe it, like, conceive it in your mind if you can actually like conceive it like okay i see what i want if you can believe it like yo i know this could happen for me literally you have everything within you to achieve it so your brain will never think of something that you can't do if that makes sense you know what i'm saying like if we if you say uh e i'm gonna make you a household name that was something that you conceived in your brain i never thought about that but you said in your brain, yeah, I'm going to make you a household name. And you in your spirit really believe that. You believe I'm going to make E a household name. That was 2007, 2008. Well, we're in 2019 and I'm a household name. You feel me? Because you really, so there, there was something that you conceived in your brain. There was something you believed in your heart. But more importantly, there were some things that you did every single day to make that belief a reality. So I'm saying to you guys, real I, you said what you want now what you gonna do about it hmm i love it appreciate that negative today man that's a hundred percent accurate man keep your mind and your eyes on where you can see that's why i said the new goal is a billionaire and i see yeah. it already yeah. so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get to that billion 
Man, we appreciate y'all listening. I uh, appreciate everybody in, uh, who came out to the events, man. Y'all just keep showing love, man. It is uh, definitely a dream come true, man. We don't take that lightly. Super humbled and honored to be able to serve you guys on a weekly basis. Much love. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.